Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing, too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have, they also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that, too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person, how-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, for Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGorio. It's an honor and a privilege to be able to talk about movies in front of a water cooler and doing these movie reviews. So with me, I have my good friend, Quentin Bennett, with me, independent comic book writer. Say hello to everyone, Quentin. Hello, everyone. It's Quentin Bennett from Severe Comics. And we today... Something fun to watch. <laughs> something very <Yes>. special. <laughs> very special, indeed. This is actually us reviewing the 1991 hit film starring Bill Murray and also to also starring Richard Dreyfuss, Julia Haggerty, uh, Charlie Cosmo. This, this movie was also directed by Frank Goss, produced by Laura Zisman, and screenplay written by Tom Shuckleman. And I'm sorry, I cannot pronounce that name. So let's go ahead and get on with it. So... So he's, watch, he's just sitting there watching his, watching his video. He's trying to correct you the whole time. Like, taking the screen. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> correct, my <Yeah>. dad. <laughs> what about Bob is also one of my favorites as well, Brandy. Same here. Uh, but yeah, this is what I have to, this is what I love about Bob, though. You know, Bob Wiley has a great work ethic and he treats people well, but he suffers from multiple phobias, which makes it difficult for him to leave his apartment and is divorced by his because of his ex-wife, like Neil Diamond, and he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Despite regular therapy, always, he makes little Neil Diamond right. fans and those are not. 
Exactly. My wife's a Neil Diamond fan. <laughs> <laughs> Which, okay, so let's go ahead and get into it with him waking up and everything. He tells his fish good morning, which is Gil. He tells the Gil good morning. And then he goes, I feel great. I feel wonderful. He repeats it like over and over again. It's part of his ritual when he gets up. He goes, good morning, Gil. I said, good morning. And then... You just look and I'm like, like, what's wrong with you? Right? My name is Steve. <laughs> and then Steve. on top of that, and then on top of that, though, uh, this is what this is what else that winds up happening though too. He goes, well, I'm gonna go to work now. He goes into he doesn't actually go to work. He just goes where this desk is, and he punches in a clock. Then after that, he goes on ahead, punches himself back out again, and then he goes on ahead and leaves for his doctor his appointment for Doctor Leo Marvin, which is played by Richard Dreyfus. Now, Richard Dreyfus is actually, Leo is actually getting ready to go on vacation to Lake Minnewasaki uh, up in New Hampshire. Meanwhile, his, um, basically, Bill Murray's therapist winds up um, forcing his patient onto, onto Do Dr. Leo Marvin. Leo's yeah, like, well, yeah, <laughs> go on it. Yeah, it was always the, that, that one psychiatrist, like, like calling him, like, dude, you gotta have this guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and then he goes, "He's he's a great guy, Leo." Um, and, and then Leo's like, "Well, I'm sorry that you're leaving the." And then he goes, "Well, I'm sorry that you're leaving the practice and everything." He goes, "Why are you going?" Well, we just gotta go now. Bye. And just shoves uh, Bob onto Leo, and Leo is trying to book Bob for another day. Because he's got his book and everything that he's trying to promote, which is Baby Steps, which we're going to get into a little bit later with Baby Steps. Which he still but, charge him for it. <laughs> he charged him 40 bucks for the book. <laughs> Plus the uh, therapy, therapy that he didn't even get. All he got was um, just basically an interview with the patient, and that was it. He didn't actually uh, do any kind of doctor work to get to know him that much, unless you actually count the Neil Diamond reference or whatever. Yeah. But that's about it. But also, too, Bob is afraid of elevators, touching things. He's a germaphobe. He's, you yeah. know what? He's been doing, he's been practicing social distancing before tw 2021, <laughs> before it was actually cool. But. <laughs> <laughs> the elevator scene. <laughs> right, we're gonna get into that in a minute, though, man. But, but yeah, instead of him taking the elevator all the way up to Leo's office, he goes and climbs about eight, maybe six to eight uh, flights of stairs to just to get down to up to Leo's office. And he's out of yeah, breath and everything, hyperventilating a little bit. And of course, Leo's trying to book him for another day. And then that's when the secretary's like, "Well, you know." You know, uh, Bob's already here for his appointment. And so he's like, okay, well, show him in. I guess I have to see him anyways, basically. <laughs> so Bob winds up shaking his hand with the handkerchief. Go, go on ahead, ben, Quinn. Oh, no, then I was just getting, I was trying to hold it in his face. <laughs> right. But it. But yeah, it, it is hilarious. You just see him like constantly, like on the ground, like trying to get away from everything, like freaking out. 
Leo's whole yep, that's right, Brandy. Leo's whole family loves Bob except Leo. <laughs> he basically <laughs> gets and yes, he does give himself a pep talk every morning. That is actually true. But you know, another thing though too that Leo does is he goes on and tries to analyze him for like only for a few minutes, not even like five whole minutes or anything like that. He's like, So, why are you here? He's like, I got schizophrenia. I'm also I uh, have separation anxiety. Also, um, I also can't. I'm also afraid of heights. He gives him a whole list of stuff. That's just a little small yeah. things of th different things that he's scared of, which is going to play out in this film without Leo actually <laughs> knowing that he's playing it. Everything's being played out. Everything that he's trying to do to Bob. Baby steps, <laughs> right? <laughs> but speaking of baby uh, steps, everything. Bob also sees his wife's. Uh, uh, Leo's wife's picture up on the shelf and everything too. Yeah. He goes, I'm good at this. He starts thinking of different names of yeah. who they are. He goes, this is Faye. This is Faye. <laughs> Which Faye <laughs> is actually the real name. But Leo corrects them later on. And then, of course, you know, that's when also too. And he goes, in this, and of course, his uh, son's name is named Ziggy, Faye. <laughs> and then I forgot what his daughter's name is. Ah. Uh. You you say that I think, and I Anna, Anna Anna Anna's her name. <laughs> okay. But, Anna. but you know what I liked about this whole entire setup was it gives you the whole entire plot line of what Leo is going to be in store for later on. <laughs> yeah. But kid kid is having such issues. My whole child is gone. <laughs> and basically he ends up giving he goes Bob there's a brand new book that's just hit the market I like how he's just over there looking at the shelf like oh, yeah. mm. <laughs> and the whole book all the, all the books on his shelf is nothing but his own novel it's, it's all the same ones <laughs> it's all the same ones and you know it's all the same novels and everything and he goes mm, there's a new book that just reached the market oh yeah it's Baby Steps here you go. And, Way to sell your product. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then, you know, Bob is like, okay. he goes, whenever you can't feel like you have anything, if you feel like life is too short, Bob, just go on ahead, read Baby Steps, and it'll help you through. It'll help you even get out of this office. <laughs> and <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, doesn't Leo's sister have a crush on Bob? Yes, she does. Yeah. We're going to get to that in a, a little yeah. bit, but yes, <laughs> she does have a crush on Bob. <laughs> Basically, everybody loves Bob. <laughs> but, on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, you know, then after that, he goes baby steps to the uh, outside the office, baby steps into the elevator. Yeah, he walks in, and then and you see that face. He's like so bad. Him and said so when the door closed, he's like, ah! <laughs> screaming bloody murder. <laughs> and then after that, he winds up. I can up. only imagine what the what the folks in the elevators are like. Exactly, but also too, Leo winds up telling him, "Hey, look, I'm not gonna." This is just a little self-evaluation. I'm gonna I'm gonna be out of town at Lake Minnesaki out in New Hampshire and everything. And then Bob's like, What am I gonna do if I need you or anything? He goes, It's okay. Uh 
you know, there's other yeah, people that you can reach secretary. out to. Yeah, <laughs> my secretary will go on and like, no, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Leo's like the worst psychiatrist that you ever want to see, to be honest with you, because he just doesn't want to deal with people. Well, he was, I think he was at the point where he when he became so full, full of himself, like, like tons right. of pride. And, and what was bad about it is that he took, took his work to home and he was doing the same thing to his family. And they do not appreciate that. No. <laughs> Another thing, though, too, was he was even psychologically uh, analyzing his own family. Yeah. That, and that, yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah. You know, I, I, dated, I dated a psychiatrist before. <laughs> did she charge you for the hour for the date or how did that go? Might as well have. <laughs> uh oh. And just like that. Um, this is a one time thing. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's like a one time thing. I gotcha. My brain is about enough. I'm in it. <laughs> but yeah, um, then of course, you know, he winds up charging Bob the $40 for the book. And then also, too, all this is happening. But there's also one other thing that I want to mention, too. He does mention the fact that he is divorced. Neil Diamond is basically what killed uh, his, his wife's. Um, I wonder how Neil Diamond feels about that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he would actually bring people together, you know, but, you know. Neil Diamond's just sitting there watching the movie. He's like, oh, my <laughs> that, God. That hurt. <laughs> oh. But Why? yes. Why? <laughs> but yeah, um, then after that winds up happening, he winds up acting like he killed his own self. So that oh, way yeah, he, that was. Yeah, that was yeah, his brutal. reaction was was something else. It's like, oh, he killed himself. Oh well, <laughs> let's just get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, yeah, let's just get some sleep. Clap on, <laughs> clap off, because he has that clapper and everything. But that wasn't even the first time that I remember those commercials back in the day, right? <laughs> <laughs> But also, too, if you remember, though, he actually, Bob actually bothered Leo, like, continuously, calling him up every five minutes and everything else. And then also, too, pretending that his sister or his wife was hurt or something like that. Yeah. And he got the actress from The Sopranos to go ahead and call uh, call him and everything. He was, like, and holding after, a napkin and everything. Right. And then he after that. napkin on the phone, too. <laughs> And also, too, this is also what makes me laugh. After Leo gets onto him, he goes, that was not smart. That was not smart. <laughs> Jen walks off. <laughs> and then after that winds up happening, that's whenever he decides to go in and fake his own death. And then he goes over to the 911 um, operator to where they yeah, are and pretending to be a cop. Like, get the address and everything. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, pretending to be a... Depend, depend, pretending to be a detective, and he has like a cigarette. Um, he has like a cigarette, a pack of cigarettes with a star on it, to pretend, <laughs> pretending that he's a cop. And um, Betty 
was the 911 operator. He goes, yeah, I'm looking for a Betty. He goes, I'm Betty. Oh, you're Betty. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, what winds up happening is she winds up giving uh, Leo's address to Bob, which is the biggest mistake. Next thing you know, and him and Gil, his fish, go and go around his neck. <laughs> and he has the like on the bus, just going. He's also got the uh, uh, baby steps book pressed to his uh, chest as well. Because baby steps to the bus, baby right, steps to the bus. I'm getting on the bus. Everyone's <laughs> so happy when they go off the bus. Everyone's like, "Everybody was scaring," but. You know, also to remember, he has—he also had a phobia about getting on buses and stuff. Yeah, he has a complete outdoor and phobia. Basically, Leo helped him with that without Leo even realizing he helped him. Because <laughs> next thing you know, he winds up in Lake Winnemusaki while they're uh, while uh, Faye and everybody else is shopping uh, in the grocery stores they have over there. <laughs> and so. All of a sudden, Bob just starts yelling, Dr. Leo Marvin. <laughs> Leo Marvin. <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> and then he like go to go to the store. So he was a sitting there waiting for him. Then he wants to right. old, old couple. He's like, so you looking for Leo Marvin? He's like, yeah. Yeah, that, that son of a... <laughs> He just home. <laughs> he just show up one day with a pocket full of money and just took her home. <laughs> yeah, we take you there. <laughs> and also, too, uh, they said he's not going to show up because even though he gave him a time or anything like that. And remember, yeah. too, because Bob, you're acting irrationally. You need to go on ahead and sit in the diner until three o'clock. Wait until three. <laughs> and he's over there just looking at the time until three o'clock. Yeah, and also too, um, he goes. I need. I need. I want. <laughs> so, yeah. He's like, no. <laughs> and then the old guy was like. Ha, ha. <laughs> Right, as in payback and everything. Yeah. That's whenever the couple went on ahead and dropped them off at their uh, dream house and everything that Dr. Leo Marvin's renting for, out of and everything, which yeah. I thought was funny. It was awesome. <laughs> and then I also oh, liked you must be the family. <laughs> oh, that must be the fam. Oh. <laughs> uh. That was just the look on his face. <laughs> exactly. And then at that point, he actually gets, uh, he said, what are you doing here? I told you to wait. I did. But then the nice people at the diner went on ahead and gave me a ride. <laughs> <laughs> you just see that. You can like see him getting so upset, but he's trying to keep his composure about everything. <laughs> and then he exactly. was like, talk, talking to his daughter. Mm-hmm. With the puppets and, then, and everything, I right? Was like, I was like, "Dude, I, that is, that is bad." Right, and one other small thing I forgot to mention is the whole reason why they're over at Lake Winnemusaki is because of the Good Morning America is going to be interviewing Dr. Leo Marvin for his book, <laughs> yeah, for Baby Steps. 
<laughs> which goes haywire later on, and we'll explain why it goes haywire. <laughs> but th- another thing that I want to mention here is this. So, you know, because Bob, I'm on vacation. You know what that means? Yes, that means you don't want to be bothered. Yes, that is right. You know what? I'm going to do you a favor. Invite some out. Because I don't want medicine. I don't want pills. I have pills. What are you doing? He winds up running him out of thing saying, take a vacation for your problems. So a couple of hours later, Bob shows back up again with wearing a T-shirt that says, don't bother me. I'm loco. <laughs> Yeah, he was, and, coming, he was coming back for his fish too. <laughs> right. Yeah, he goes, I forgot my I forgot my fish, Gil. He goes, Oh, Gil, okay, yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, then 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 like after after the after Leo and his daughter got done, she like saw him walking down the road. <laughs> After after Leo left him there, like for the for like the tenth time, right? And then at that point, Anna's like, I asked um, asked Bob, what is he doing? Oh, I'm going back home. I'm going back up to New York. He goes, well, I'm going sailing. Well, I've never been sailing before. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was like the best thing I ever seen in my whole entire life. So he gets a life jacket on. Go sailing, but he doesn't go sailing the way that we would go sailing. <laughs> they actually tie him up to <laughs> tie him. Uh, it's just how they got him tied up. It was <laughs> I'm the, cam- the cameraman. The cameraman work was awesome. Was, they like focus on his face, all happy. You know, right. They just zoom out. <laughs> that side view was great for the camera shot for that. You yeah, know? The, his ankle is like this, this <laughs> painting down like. <laughs> I'm sailing. I'm sailing. And the funny thing is, if you guys want to get some pops from What About Bob, Walmart actually sells them because I was actually tempted to buy one. <laughs> but <sighs> uh, they actually have that one with uh, I'm sailing with the uh, with the vest on and everything. <laughs> but anyways, um, then after that winds up happening and everything, that's when uh, Leo gets out the one of the puppets that's. Uh, and everything that of the family and starts analyzing Anna for her actions for doing what she did and everything inviting Bob. Oh, those puppets. <laughs> that pop, I'll tell you what, that was scary. <laughs> yeah, and then that's, she, that's, goes, what, that's what they call taking taking your work at home to literally. <laughs> <laughs> that's the extreme level. Of, because he won't talk to Anna unless she also has her puppet on her hand. Yeah. And Leo also has a puppet of himself on his hand. Yeah. And everything. And then you see the two puppets actually fighting one another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just like the I just like the kid in the movie. And I know yeah. I've seen that kid before. I just can't um, remember where. He played in Dick Tracy. Oh he I played the seen, kid. I haven't seen Dick Tracy. You haven't? No. Oh, that's a cold classic, man. You I know. I just, I just never, I just never got around to watch it. Yeah, he actually plays the character of the kid, ah, in Dick Tracy. So, you know, I'm going to get a lot of, a lot of backlash. Nah, nah I'll, I'll, I'll protect you from that. But <laughs> you're going to get yeah. like, so many hate. Ma- I'm going to get so much hate mail. Like, watch Dick Tracy. <laughs> I'm like, ah. 
<laughs> then of course, this is also too after all that happens. I think that Leo's trying to teach uh Ziggy how to dive. Yeah, he was he was holding on to him like you know, in the distance. He was like supposed to supposed to jump in Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, basically Leo was holding uh, Ziggy's uh, shirt, yeah, and telling, and whenever uh, he was going to count to three to let him go to help him dive. <laughs> and of course, Ziggy's afraid of water and everything. And then yeah. of course, that's when Leo's just frustrated with Ziggy and everything, and complaining over to his wife Faye about it. He goes, he's just never going to get it. He's not going to dive. I want him to do this for a Good Morning America. And I'm thinking to myself, how long is this interview going to be? <laughs> It's like you never know. Okay. Because I'm like, it's not like this is a whole they don't, call it, they don't call it Good Morning America for a reason. But still though, if you think about it though, it's like to, to twelve o'clock in the morning. I can see if the show was sixty minutes and it was like a special on Leo Marvin, but we're talking about a ten minute segment on Dr. Leo Marvin with the book. Not yeah. dealing with the rest of the family. Oh, by the way, after my interview, let's go out to the back. <laughs> where my son's gonna do a diving uh thing because nobody ever saw someone dive off the and, and watch him call him call me a murderer <laughs> <laughs> but then bob comes in there and helps boost his confidence yeah well the, the thing was in that scene saying the, the kid was pushing him to do it right well and bob also they were helping him. each other out right and that was a, that was one wonderful scene right there Exactly, they were, because they were both working with each other to to face their own fears of the situation, and, and I think that works out pretty well. I think so too. This should be honest with you, because remember, Bob said, "Well, I never sailed before. I did that and everything. How hard is diving? How hard could that be?" And then Ziggy's like, you know what? It may not be that bad. So now yeah. Bob is like, okay, I'm going to jump. Don't do it. Don't do it. He's like, <laughs> so he lets Ziggy go. And everything. <laughs> so he lets Ziggy go. And then at that point, Leo's actually watching from a distance from his home. And so it's yeah. Faye because Faye calls him over there. He goes, look, look what Ziggy's doing. All of a sudden, yeah, he went from yeah, being he excited, was like all happy and everything. He's like, "What's he doing?" He's like, <gasps> <laughs> "That face says it all, right?" And then that's when Leo runs over. He goes, "Thank you, Bob. Thank you for your help, Bob. We don't need any more help, Bob." <laughs> Pushes him into the creek or the river, and next thing you know, it he's now Bob is showering. And his clothes are wet, and which forces Bob to stay at their house <laughs> until his clothes. <laughs> he got the biggest happy, happiest grin on his face. Right, and he goes, "Well, Bob can just stay for dinner." And he's like, and then Bob is at first he's kind of hesitant, right? He's like, eh. and then I was like, I don't <laughs> <get> <laughs> <laughs> you just see his face like <laughs> you say that now <laughs> and then of course that's when he winds up ha having dinner at their house because it's actually storming mm. Mm. the corn mm, this corn is mm, good <laughs> and then uh, Leo's like would you stop that <laughs> 
Yeah, he's sitting there trying, trying to push him out of the house and then stop pouring down. <laughs> and then, up. how about you stay at night? Well, another <laughs> thing, though, too, is he, he makes him sit there on the couch all night with the slicker on. <laughs> he got the raincoat on and everything. And Faith's like, honey, the rain's not going to slack off. And Leo's like, just sitting, standing in on the porch, watching it rain. He goes, he goes you hear that, Faye? I, th- I think it slacked off. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Faye goes, honey, he, that poor man's been sitting on that couch all this time. We're not going to It's 530 in the morning. <laughs> We're not going to make him drive, uh, walk home in the rain. So of course that's when, like you said, he winds up spending the night. <laughs> so, so in a room with the <laughs> with Ziggy. Ziggy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in there, just, just in laying the bed, not together, but in separate right. beds, right. from each other, and they just in a asking questions and everything and they came in the best name calling my whole life. <laughs> Asshole, uh dick weed, dick face. Uh there's a bunch of uh different names that they call each other. <laughs> Ball liquor. Oh, <laughs> any he, he, because he's actually talking about Tourette's about yeah, how he actually yeah, has Tourette's. Tourette's. He goes, Well maybe if I act it out, maybe I might not have Tourette's anymore. <laughs> so that's when <laughs> the kid is actually helping him cope with Tourette's. Yeah. <laughs> so you actually have a member <laughs> of Dr. Leo Marvin's family. It's a 10 year old kid. He's like, What's going on? <laughs> he goes, Sorry, Tourette's. <laughs> it's my Tourette's. I just, and, then, and then the morning came because he, because. Leo had to get get ready for the for the for the interview for Good Morning America, so he had to try to get get him up. He's just saying, "Oh, shaking." He's like, "Got the vein popping out in front." Where are you going? And Bob's over there just smiling, and all of a sudden the alarm clock uh, winds up waking him up, and he goes, and he just has this grin on his face. He goes, "Oh, it's morning." And then Ziggy's like, "Good morning." Uh, I just like Leo's vein in his forehead, just popping up when he's just like, kind of like I didn't even notice the vein in Richard Dreyfuss's forehead. That's you know the vein? No, I never did. I'm, now there was a scene where uh, I did notice it, but that comes like later on. <laughs> that vein was popping up. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't blow a blood vessel on this while he was filming this, to be honest with you. I had a headache by the time he was done. It was so funny. Waking up, I was... uh, Gets me all the time. And then after that happens, that's when Bob is getting ready to leave. And that's when Good Morning America is here. He goes, hey guys, Good Morning America is here. And then, of course, that's when, uh, you know, Good Morning America wants Bob to be on the show. <clears throat> he goes, yeah, Bob Bob is just a patient. Oh, a patient? He was okay, just sitting in the background, like, behind everyone. <laughs> so, he get this. Leo was going to use a fireplace scenery. Yeah. Just for him. 
now they have to switch the sceneries out to benefit Bob. Yeah, and he doesn't like it. He was just saying, like, oh, Steve, and everything. Just... He even <laughs> forgot his wife's name for crying out loud. <laughs> it, it was pretty much Bob was pretty much doing the whole show for him. <laughs> because he choked. I don't know if he choked because he was nervous or because of the fact Bob was with him or a combination of both. I think it was I think it was everything because he was always told himself how to control anger and everything. He's just saying I don't know how to process it. And then of course that's also too when uh Bob winds up saying, Yeah, uh baby steps. Let me just tell you about this man, Leo Marvin. He made me sleep in his pajamas, let me use his toothbrush and everything. I got to spend time with his family. This man saved my life. With them. <laughs> <laughs> this man saved my life because of baby steps. I owe <laughs> everything to Dr. Leo Marvin. And then, then uh, that's when they wind up, after the interview and everything, they wind up taking pictures together. So what's your next plans, Bob? Oh, that's when everybody goes back to Lake uh, goes back to New York after Lake Minnevisaki. Uh, <laughs> and then after that winds up happening, he winds up throwing Bob out again. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, way to go. And then everybody's like, way to go, Bob. You totally saved my dad. And everything. He totally choked, but you were there. And then at that point, this is when I, when I saw the vein popping out. He goes, out, out. <laughs> and then he slams the door. He goes, I can't believe you threw Bob out. You think he's gone? He's never gone. See? Is this part it's- of therapy? He's <laughs> still there. He's still there. <laughs> And then finally, he ta- he's thinking, "Okay, I know how to get rid of Bob. I'll check him out, check him into a mental institution, make him be institutionalized for anything that he has." He goes, "Hey, Bob, I want to just uh, go ahead and apologize to you for the way I had treated you. So let me go on ahead and let's go. Want to go for a ride?" He goes, "Yeah, let's go for a ride." He has this big, huge grin on his face, like he's <laughs> like he, he's a going on a road trip to Walmart or something. It's so and, funny because you see Leo is like slowly like he's starting to become a villain. It's like, <laughs> like an old fashioned super villain. It's like right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go get rid of Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. He goes on the insane become insane and the same becomes insane. Exactly. And then of course he drops him off over at the mental institution, but they can only keep him for twenty four hours. Yeah. Which I think that Leo was probably just gonna go on ahead, pack the family up and go back up to New York and leave Bob in the mental institution for twenty four hours. That's what I was thinking. No. I think what do you think? I think his plan was was every twenty four hours he will go back to the same asylum and pick him and check him back in. <laughs> I don't I don't see him picking him back up to be honest with you. I could just see that to me I think I see him more of the fact uh Pat getting his blood. mental institute. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> the orderlies like you know, he was only gone for like ten minutes, fifteen minutes in tops. 
Yeah. And even his wife and kids are like, well, where's Bob? What about Bob? Oh, what about Bob? <laughs> where's like, Bob at? <laughs> and all of a sudden, he gets a call from the doctor that he checked Bob into the mental institution with. And he goes, what? You've got to be kidding me. So he goes on ahead. He, goes, <laughs> he drives all the way back over to the mental institution. He goes, look, we already, answered, we already checked him out and everything. He's perfectly fine. I don't understand why you think that there's something wrong with him. <laughs> and because you made him sleep in your PJs for crying out loud. And then just you need to take a vacation. I am on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then he he's like left him in the road again. He's beat off and gets stopped by the patrol officer. <laughs> Right, because don't forget, he leaves Bob in the road, and everything, and so he makes him get out. He get in, so he's you know, so Bob is thinking that this is uh, about therapy. He thinks that this is actually for separation anxiety. Yeah, it's, it's like, I just love everything he does. It's part of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was funny when I saw the patrol officer. I thought I thought Paul was in the back of the He just got right. Back. So we're but gonna I'm get to that. It. I'm glad it didn't turn out like that. That was even more funny. Yeah. Right, and then at that point, um, <laughs> you know, that's when Bob winds up. Uh, well, of course, Richard Drivers gets a speeding ticket. <laughs> yeah, and. He goes, hey, officer, can you go in and head, have him home by seven? And he's like, seven, seven. <laughs> but <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> and it was a couple that always picks him up. <laughs> <laughs> the cop, the funny thing, the cop goes, wasn't he on uh, Good Morning America? <laughs> and we recognize him on TV. Now. <laughs> and he, they don't recognize him. <laughs> he just... <laughs> And then he tries to, tries to back off and he gets a flat tire. <laughs> yeah, he gets a flat tire. And then, of course, he starts changing the tire. Because goes, yeah, I'm going to get bad. I'm going to go ahead and kill him. <laughs> and then, the next thing you know, it uh, while he's trying to change the tire, hit, uh, there's some point winds up running into a mud hole, splashing the mud onto Leo. <laughs> Because my suit. <laughs> my suit. <laughs> okay, Bob. I got something for you, Bob. <laughs> and the next thing you know it, that's when he goes home and everything. What do you make of that? I wanna I wanna play Leo. <laughs> <laughs> and then at that point he runs up going home, going back over to the house and it's dark nobody he doesn't see anything and then his wife goes leo leo he goes Faye, is that you next thing i know it there's a big huge spotlight on him yeah and it's actually a surprise birthday party that's why Faye wanted him home by seven everybody's around there including his uh sister including uh leo's sister yeah he was so happy to see her and everything <laughs> and <laughs> Here comes Bob. Then you see Leo complete He's like, That's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Leave off the balcony. 
<laughs> oh my god. It was beautiful. It was. <laughs> I told Bob, and Bob was like, oh. <laughs> and then the doctors diagnosed uh, Leo with being uh, not clinically insane, but being distressed <laughs> out. And I was like, no, nobody knows why he's stressed out or anything no. either. I'm like, I don't know why he's stressed out. Well, it could be the Good Morning America thing. It could that be the- pro- <laughs> And so. Faye just goes on ahead, just talks to uh, Bob. He, she goes, Bob, I think you should just go on ahead and go back to New York. He goes, is that what you really want? She goes, yeah, I, that's what I really want. And he actually listens to her. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was actually going back to New York. And then Leo winds <laughs> up waking up. Leo, Leo wakes up and broke into the store. Broke into the... Got the gun and, uh, well, let's let's talk about that for a minute. Remember, because okay, he looks at the ammunition counter and looks at the guns. Goes nah, too messy. Looks <laughs> looks at the uh, bow and arrows. He goes nah, not not painful enough. <laughs> then he gets the explosives. <laughs> I'll let you go in and finish that one off. Yeah, he's like he's like encountered kind of Bob in the, in the middle of the woods and got the gun and everything. He's like, this is this is a new type of therapy. Yeah, <laughs> <Cartier> therapy. <laughs> he got the crazy luggage. Like he went full, blown, went full blown forties villain on him. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make him blow up. Yeah, yeah. Bye, bye, bye. So at that point. At that point, he actually yeah, does meet up with Bob. He goes, Bob, c- c- come with me. So Bob winds up going with him and everything and ties him up to, what, a seesaw? No, it wasn't a seesaw. I think it was I think it was a tree. It was no, pretty soft. It, he was sitting on something. He was sitting on a bench or something. It might have I been think. a bench, but he was, like, pretty tied up with, with explosives. <laughs> He's like... He's like talk to himself. I'm all tied up. <laughs> I'm all tied up inside. <laughs> and if I don't untie myself, I'll explode. So he starts being like David Copperfield or Houdini and trying to untie himself. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And, I love how time is like I am free. Yes, <laughs> that was perfect though. I love that though. Whenever he go, when they're both thinking that they're free, <laughs> Bob thinks that he's cured from everything that Leo's been throwing at him. That's what he's free from. Leo thinks that he's free from uh, from Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bob brings the explosives that was around his neck. <laughs> and then you see Richard Drivers walking up to the house. He goes, he goes and uh, Faye's looking at uh, Leo. She goes, Bob is gone. He goes, I, he goes, wait, I didn't hear it go off. And Faye's like, what? <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, Bob's gone. 
<laughs> you yeah. into the distance, you see, you see Bob holding a cake. <laughs> and then so, here comes Bob with the cake. Before he's a jolly cabello. <laughs> and then face like, Bob, no, no. <laughs> and at that point, that's when that's when the bombs go off at the side of the house. Yeah. And you see the two old couple from the beginning of the movie. It's like, ah, burn, burn. <laughs> <laughs> you just see it. And then you slowly see, see Leo just, just completely just went in shock. <laughs> like, Holding a completely comatose. <laughs> he was in there with a bat, with a half basket in his hands, like <laughs> twitching. Oh, uh, then, then after that, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna you go on ahead and end it on the way that it ends. <laughs> uh, they were saying, saying it couldn't get any worse. <laughs> and then it just cut to cut to Bob and his sister getting married. <laughs> you just see him in the in the group. Yeah, because this is how- still still petrified. <laughs> you just see him with a little twitch every once in a while. <laughs> And then also too, this is also when the uh, priest or the preacher winds up saying, "Now, if there's anybody that doesn't want these two to be wed, speak now or have forever hold your peace." And then all of a sudden, Leo is, "No, no!" <laughs> and they still continue with it, but everyone was so happy that he's again. He's <laughs> And then Bob also gives Leo a kiss on the cheek, and that's when it right ends. But yeah, this movie, I, just, I, just, I just love it that that the end credit scene. So so is Bob becoming psychiatrist <laughs> and, and focus on on death therapy, <laughs> and Leo was so so him for white. <laughs> I. <laughs> I wonder how they would actually have to explain death therapy. How uh, Leo would have to fight for the rights. Well, I tried killing him, but it just didn't work. I think that was supposed to be for the sequel. <laughs> I would actually see what. To be honest with you, I would actually watch a What About Bob sequel if it was needed. There's just there's so him in the court case about death. <laughs> So you actually attempt to murder him? Yes. Or <laughs> take, take him away. Or just take the OJ Simpson <laughs> thing and be like, no, I didn't try to murder him. This is what a what if scenario. If I would have done it, <laughs> would have done it this way. That's what I would have done. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. Anyone who hasn't seen this movie, they need to see it at least once. It's such a classic, man. I mean, this movie will have you rolling, have tears coming in your eyes and everything, too. Not to mention the fact that <clears throat> this is Bill Murray at his best, to be honest with you. At his very best. Mm-hmm. But, this, yeah. is like, this is like Groundhog's Day and Ghostbuster-type level. Exactly. I would have been put um, another movie on that list, though, too, The Man Who Knew Too Little. 
also. Yes, that too. Yeah. But anyways, uh, that's pretty much everything I wanted to cover for What About Bob. What about you? Yeah, I think that's about it. <laughs> All right. If not, I'm just going to say the same things over and over again because it's so... Just like Bob. So bloody funny. <laughs> All right. So where can everybody reach you at? Oh, y'all can reach me at www.severecomics.com. You can read all my comics for $1 a month. And we always bringing up new new comics every month. All right. So, everybody, you guys can go on ahead and follow me at Movie Lovers TV Loves Unite on Facebook, underneath the same name on Instagram as well. And then also, too, you can also follow me on Pinterest at Movie Lovers TV Loves Unite over there. Then, of course, if you want to donate to the page, how do you do that? Just go on ahead, drop a couple of $5, maybe $10 into the thing. How do you do that? Just go on ahead, go to www gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers uh, podcast and so, and go on ahead and donate a couple of dollars if you guys can. If you can't, that's okay too. Another thing too is if you guys want to reach out to me, just go on ahead and email me at movieloversunite at gmail.com. And then of course you guys can go on ahead and get an audio only podcast of this episode and other episodes that we've done uh, here at Movie Lovers Unite, wherever you guys get your podcast from. As a matter of fact, I just dropped one flew over the cuckoo's nest today. So go on ahead, check that out on the YouTube channel. Like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also subscribe over to our audio-only podcast where that episode is actually at, too. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm going to have an independent director on the show with me. Ooh. And we're going to be doing his... Matter of fact, I'm going to be interviewing him for his fan slash... Uh, auto, well, <laughs> documentary for Voorhees Night of the Beast. This is his fan-made do- documentary of Jason Voorhees. Oh, that that'd be interesting. So check that out at eight o'clock Central Time, nine o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Pacific Time. Also, two coming up on the on May twentieth, we're doing our Rambo series review. We're starting off with First Blood, so go on ahead, check that out at the same time at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific Time. Saturday, we're doing the Silver Lightings Playbook review uh, and everything at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific Time over there. Of course, you guys can go on ahead, follow me at Schmoes of the North for Mount Schmodown at 3 o'clock Central Time. We talk about movie trivia Schmodown and everything else that goes on within the Schmodown community. And if you don't know what Schmodown is, Schmodown is basically the WWE kind of style with movie trivia. Go on ahead, check out the movie uh, Schmodown. Check that out. Tell me what you guys think about the movie trivia Schmodown. Go on ahead, visit Schmoes of the North. And always until next time, guys, it's been really fun. I can't wait to do this again. Thank you, Quentin, for joining me once again. I do appreciate you always taking the time out of your night. (laughs) And always until next time, guys, it's been really fun. I can't wait to do this again. And bye-bye. See ya.